Welcome to the Live Life Unapologetically podcast, a place that isn't about chatting into the void, but rather sparking real change in your life. Get ready to enter the realm where positive thinking meets intentional action. From conquering self-doubt to cozying up with authenticity and achieving success with intention. This podcast is your go-to source for mind-bending exploration. Whether you're navigating the maze of self-discovery, high-fiving purpose, or just trying to figure out what wellness really means, you're in the right place. Every episode is a passport stamp on your journey to living life unapologetically. Because why settle for the ordinary when you were born to be extraordinary? Release the weight of burnout with infused self-care to unlock the floodgates of creativity, paving the way to your unique brilliance. Hey there, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another empowering episode of the Live Life Unapologetically podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Kay, and I'm on the edge of my seat ready to dive into today's topic with you. Get ready to be empowered like never before because today we're talking about going from burnout to brilliance, self-care's role in sustainable success. So grab your favorite drink, cozy up, and let's embark on this liberating journey together. If you want to show some love and support the podcast, you can send me a virtual cup of coffee at livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash coffee or use the link in the show description. Now let's get started. It's time to wade into the mysterious waters of burnout. What is it? How to distinguish it from a simple case of exhaustion and the profound effects it can have on our lives. It's time to set the scene. You're pushing through your daily grind, working long hours, tackling challenges head on, and suddenly you hit a wall. Your energy depletes, motivation vanishes, and that once sparkling enthusiasm fades into a flicker. Does this resonate with you in any way? If so, congratulations, you may have just entered the realm of burnout. Burnout isn't just a fancy term for feeling tired. It's an emotional, physical, and mental state of exhaustion caused by prolonged and excessive stress. It's like your internal batteries drain, leaving you running on empty. Burnout doesn't discriminate. It can affect Anyone from high-flying executives to the passionate artists to the stay-at-home mom. Let's play detective. How do you differentiate burnout from the regular tiredness we all experience? Burnout isn't just about feeling tired after a long day. It's a persistent state of fatigue that doesn't improve with rest. It's accompanied by a sense of detachment, cynicism, and a decline in performance. If you find yourself dreading tasks that you once enjoyed, feeling constantly overwhelmed, or experiencing physical symptoms like headaches and insomnia, it's time to consider if burnout is knocking on your door. I feel it's essential to point out that burnout doesn't just have to be related to a work endeavor. Burnout can show up in any area of your life. The effects of burnout are far-reaching, impacting not only the area where it's rearing its ugly head, but also seeping into all the other areas of your life from strained relationships and a compromised immune system to a decline in creativity and productivity, burnout casts a wide net. It's not a minor inconvenience. It's a signal from your body and mind that something needs to change. As we unravel the layers of burnout, keep these clues in mind. If they resonate, don't worry. We're not here to dwell on the problem, but to illuminate the path toward a solution. Here's the exciting part. Overcoming burnout is like opening the floodgates for creativity. When we prioritize self-care, we provide our minds with the space and nourishment needed to spark new ideas, 
concepts, and innovations. Now that we've identified the lurking shadow of burnout, it's time to confront the barriers that often stand between us and the self-care we desperately need to get back on the creativity track. The first barrier is the guilt trap. Have you ever felt guilty for taking a break? You're not alone. One common barrier to self-care is the guilt associated with stepping back and prioritizing yourself. We've been conditioned to believe that constant hustle equals success. The problem with this pitfall is that the constant hustle leads to burnout. Burnout leads to cutting off creativity and sustainability. Success cannot thrive where creativity lacks. Within this barrier is the constricting mindset. Self-care is a luxury rather than a necessity. Oh, perfectionism, one of our favorite friends around here, or should I say foe, the relentless pursuit of flawlessness. It's a double-edged sword that can lead you straight into the arms of burnout. Consistently striving for perfection not only sets unrealistic standards, but also amplifies stress. Perfectionism invites the illusion that everything must be flawless and that your worth is determined by this ever-so-elusive ideal. Then enters the time dilemma. I don't have time for self-care. Does that sound familiar? This barrier often stems from the belief that every minute should be dedicated to productivity. The truth is, making time for self-care isn't about adding extra hours to your day. It's about prioritizing what truly matters. Not only that, there's this grand misconception around self-care and time because self-care is seen as only an explicit action that is done in your alone magical time, creating more stress around the time dilemma. While there are aspects of self-care that are explicit, categorizing it only as alone time hinders many people from integrating self-care into their daily life. I did a whole TikTok series on the misconceptions of self-care and how it could make you selfish because that's a really big limiting belief in our society today that self-care is very selfish and how people do think it is completely explicit and you have to spend hours and hours of self-care time a day for it to be effective. What is the difference between explicit self-care and integrated self-care because there are two parts to self-care? and how you can integrate self-care into your daily life. So you can go check out that series. It is on TikTok if you want to get more into the specifics of that. The last barrier is neglecting boundaries. Boundaries are our shields against burnout. Many of us struggle to set and or maintain boundaries. Whether it's saying yes to every request or constantly overextending yourself, neglecting boundaries can be a fast track to exhaustion. On episode 34, The Intentional Yes, I go into detail about not saying yes to every request. The guilt factor can come into play in this area as well when you are neglecting your boundaries and overextending yourself because saying no makes you feel guilty. As always, a lot of these barriers can intersect with each other, causing what seems to be an insurmountable barrier. But as we move to dismantle these barriers, keep in mind that self-care isn't selfish. It's a radical act of self-love. And there is zero things wrong with loving yourself. Self-love has a really bad rap, often, again, getting confused with 
selfishness that you cannot love yourself and love others at the same time. I like to say it like this. If you have new friends or you meet a new person or you engage in a new relationship and you're giving to that relationship, you're not taking away from your other relationships. Loving yourself is the same way. If you are giving to yourself and loving on yourself, it doesn't mean you're neglecting every other relationship in your life. Just as when new relationships enter and you make room for them in your life, you make room for yourself in your life. And there's nothing selfish about having room for you in your life. Self-neglect is real. Self-neglect leads to burnout because of these barriers. All of these barriers are self-neglect practices. We just don't realize it because it's been so ingrained into us in the society that we live in today, that we are guilty if we want to take a break, that we have to be perfect, that you always have to be productive all of the time, all of your waking hours, and that you have to neglect boundaries for everybody else. That's a form of self-neglect. You don't have to neglect yourself to be great for everybody else. So let's shift our mindset so we really can embrace a radical act of self-love. So we really can embrace the fact that it's okay to make room for me in my life. Mindset shifts are going to elevate your perspective and redefine the essence of self-care. From luxury to necessity, it's time to begin to rewire our brains. Self-care is not a luxury reserved for spa days and vacations. It's a fundamental, necessary part of our overall well-being. Imagine it as the oxygen mask on an airplane. By taking care of yourself first, you're better equipped to take care of others. This mindset shift is about recognizing that self-care isn't selfish. Like we just talked about, it's this radical act of self-love. It's a prerequisite to sustainable success. If you are flowing in burnout because you're neglecting self-care, how can you have sustainable success? If you want to go from burnout to brilliance, you have to give yourself the space. I know in our world it is very hard to conceptualize this, right? Because we sit and we think about the fact that if I'm not doing something all the time, I will not be able to be successful. It's the hustle culture that you must always be going so you can have that success. And that if you stop for half a second, that fear of missing out comes in that you're going to take 17,000 steps backwards because you're not going, 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 going. Making it like, oh, I get to go to the spa today, a type of luxury that you magically got to fit in instead of, no, just taking care of myself, period, is a necessity. It is not sustainable to burn the candle at both ends, so to speak. And that's how you say goodbye to the pursuit of perfection and welcome in the art of prioritization. You have to reassess your to-do list and focus on what truly matters. You need to embrace the idea that not everything needs to be flawless. Sweetheart, I know it's hard. I get it. I know it's hard. I am right there with you. But you and your well-being deserve top billing in your life. I've long used the glass and rubber ball theory with my clients when it comes to this barrier. So Nora Roberts initially introduced a theory 
call it. She used glass and wooden balls. I prefer glass and rubber balls. And the idea is, if you can picture yourself, you have, you're juggling. And in your hands, you have a ton of glass balls and you have a ton of rubber balls and you're trying to juggle them, but you can't juggle all of them. Which balls are you going to let fall? Well, the rubber ones. You let the rubber ones fall because they're going to bounce back up and they're going to bounce back up and they're going to bounce back up. You can't let the glass ones fall because they're going to shatter, right? You're never going to be able to put those ones back the same way again. And this is a really great way to look at your life and say, what in my life is glass and what in my life is rubber? So you can start letting some things fall. Yeah, it's not perfect. You'll get to it. You're going to learn the art of prioritizing instead of trying to be perfectly flawless and do everything and juggle all the balls because you can't juggle all the balls. Something's going to fall. So instead of letting something fall inadvertently, why not already decide that's rubber if it falls, no big deal? Here's the hard part with this theory. In today's society, everything is treated like it's glass. And it ain't. Not everything is glass. People might want to make everything so important, but not everything is. You have to decide what is glass and rubber in your life. It's going to look different for everybody based on your beliefs, your values, what works for you. For me and my life, a rubber ball to me is going to an event. Like in the past, I would go to lots of places and events. I don't tend to like to go out a whole lot. I like to stay in. I, I just, that's just me. Okay. I will go out when I'm very motivated to, or if it's something that's really appealing to me, or to spend time with people that I love so much, I will go out. But I used to just go out to random things because I thought I had to say yes. And I needed to keep up with this idea that this type of mom, this type of worker, this type of wife, says yes and goes. Like she always shows up. She's always there, yada, yada, whatever. Because everything's glass, right? In our sight, everything's glass. It's about appearances. Well, I got to a place where I was like, no, rubber ball. If I don't make it to that barbecue, I'll make it to the next one. If I don't make it to that event, I'll catch the next one. It was a way to let go of trying to be perfect and show up and be there in every area that extended from my life. To me, events were rubber balls. To other people, no, I got to get out. I got to socialize, being stuck at home. That's going to drive me crazy. So that's a glass ball for you. For me, not so much. So everybody's different, but you have to decide what in your life is glass and what is rubber. Some people cooking a home-cooked meal or a semi-not-processed food meal is definitely a glass ball. It is healthy. It is the way to go. For me, a rubber ball. I don't like to cook. That's rubber. It can bounce. And, and maybe I'll, I'll cook something, but maybe I'll just go pick up something that's already made. To me, it doesn't really matter either way. That's just me. So what are your glass? What are your rubber? For me, a glass ball is I have to make my bed every day. I just don't feel like I've started my day right. If I don't make my bed, it doesn't take me long to make my bed. I make my bed every day. To me, it just sets the tone for my day. That's a glass ball to me. If I drop it, I just feel like, oh, this day is not good. For other people, they're like, I don't even put the sheets on my bed. Okay, that's a rubber ball. Whatever that is for you, but it helps you to welcome in the art of prioritizing instead of always pursuing perfection. 
if you're making your bed every day and it makes you miserable, and that's a rubber ball, drop it. You ain't got to do it if it doesn't resonate with you. Now let's talk about quality over quantity. It's not about the quantity of self-care activities, but the quality of the experience. If you shift your mindset from checking off a to-do list to savoring moments that replenish your soul, it feels more manageable. It makes the whole thing actually care for yourself instead of just saying, let me check this off my to-do list. Okay, you know, I meditated for five minutes, check, but you really weren't in that present moment. See, when you shift from quality to quantity, you're in the present moment and you're not just trying to rush through it to get to the next thing. It can be a five-minute meditation. It can be a leisurely stroll. The impact lies in the intention. If you follow me on Instagram, especially during the summer, not so much anymore because bar is cold outside. To me, I feel like it's cold. I love sitting on my front porch and looking at this really big, awesome tree that we have. It brings me so much peace. And I make the intention to care for myself and I just go sit out there. And sometimes I'll sit out there for a few minutes. Sometimes I end up being out there for hours and hours on end. It's the intention behind it, and it replenishes my soul. I love my big old tree, okay? And now, the last mindset shift is self-care as a revolutionary, because you know I am a rebel against what we're supposed to do, right? The shoulds, we talked about the shoulds before. Screw the shoulds. Think of self-care as a rebellion against societal norms that glorify the hustle culture. Because remember, in the hustle culture, self-care is selfish. Self-care is a luxury. Self-care is out of your reach. Self-care is only after you hit that goal. But in the hustle culture, there's always another goal. You know, there's just never time, right? By prioritizing your well-being, you're challenging the narrative that success requires sacrificing your health. It is a revolutionary act. And you, my friend, can be at the forefront of this movement by shifting that mindset that self-care is a rebellion against the hustle culture. You do not have to sacrifice your health for brilliance. You do not have to sacrifice your health for creativity. You do not have to sacrifice your health for success. Reframe how you achieve success. If you are burnt out, fatigued, miserable, just downright dreary, how do you enjoy that success that you're going for anyway? You stop making progress when you fall into the barriers. You start to come out and make more progress when you fall into the mindset shifts. How is sacrificing your health in any way showing your brilliance? When you are worn down, you are not as creative. You are not as innovative. You do not have things coming to you that can enhance whatever it is you're doing. You have to walk away and give your brain a break. That prioritizes your health. And you do that by saying self-care is the norm in my life. Being so productive that I fall into burnout is not the norm. Self-care is I embrace self-care because as you embark in these mindset shifts, you're not just changing your perspective, you're rewriting the script of your life. 
And speaking of rewriting the script, it's time for some action. That's right. It's time for your one-to-one coaching session happening right here, right now. This week, I want you to carve out 15 minutes each day for a self-care creativity burst. Find a quiet space, free from distractions, and let your imagination run wild. Here's a little bit of a guide. Choose your medium. Pick a creative outlet that resonates with you, whether it's writing, drawing, or painting. Find a way that you can be creative. Then I want you to set a timer to commit to that 15 minutes. This brief time frame eliminates the pressure of perfection and makes creativity feel like a manageable, enjoyable task. Then it's time to silence your inner critic. During these 15 minutes, tell that nagging inner critic to be quiet. Allow yourself to experiment without judgment. You're not creating a masterpiece here, okay? You're just falling into the joy of being creative. After each session, reflect. Take a moment to think about how you feel. Are there any shifts in your mood, your energy, your perspective? These short bursts can act as a powerful reset button to prime you into approaching self-care as the necessity it is and letting go of the mindset blocks and barriers that we talked about. By incorporating this 15-minute activity into your daily routine this week, you're not only nurturing your creative side, but you're taking a proactive step towards overcoming burnout. It's a quick win that can have a profound impact on your well-being and pave the way for sustainable brilliance. Warriors, what a journey it has been today, navigating burnout, dismantling barriers to self-care, shifting mindsets, and unleashing boundless creativity that's residing within you. As we wrap up this episode, I want you to carry with you the essence of transformation. Remember that the journey from burnout to brilliance is not a one-time event, but a continuous evolution. By prioritizing self-care, breaking free from guilt, and embracing the revolutionary act of nurturing your well-being, you're rewriting the narrative of your life. If you loved today's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with your fellow warriors. Let's create a ripple effect of liberation. Until next time, stay fierce, stay fabulous, and as always, live life unapologetically. Hey, warriors, before you go conquer the world, I got a little something special for you. If you're ready to kick things up a notch, you'll want to get your hands on the free roadmap, Thriving Beyond Limits, Four Secrets to Maximize Your Potential. These four secrets are so juicy that they're practically the VIP tickets to walking in inspired action every day. To grab your copy, head over to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap, or you can find the link in the show description. Because let's face it, you're not here to play small. You're here to thrive beyond limits. Go ahead and get your free roadmap by going to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap today.